Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Alright, son, I'm going to show you how to grow a beard. Mine's a little bit unkept right now, and that's actually the secret to growing a beard for the first time, is that you have to bear the trials and tribulations of growing it when it doesn't look so great. This is why you see a lot of young guys who have been growing out their facial hair. It doesn't look good. It actually reduces their physical attractiveness, like their appearance right now, but with hopes of increasing it later on as the beard gets fuller. There was a phrase that really helped me with this because there was so much bullshit advice. You've probably seen this. There was so much bullshit advice in terms of growing a beard. The, the most common advice I heard was keep shaving every single day and then the hair will come back thicker and fuller. That's total bullshit. If you want this hair to grow to new lengths, you have to let it grow to new lengths. So this seems like common sense. And it seems so fucking obvious that I don't even need to make a video for it. But like, there's so much mid-spread, misspread information for like young people, especially. So the idea is, if you want your beard to grow out, you have to let it grow without trimming it and without shaving it. But for the majority of men, if you do that, you will look worse for at least a while whilst it's growing out. And it's very like unequal. So I remember when I was... 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, mine was very unequal. My sideburns would grow out, my mustache and my chin would grow out, but the, the these like cheeks wouldn't. The cheeks were like so like, just, just lacking in growth, so slow to grow. And so what you wanna do is you wanna let it grow out and then you wanna find where your weak spot, your lagging area is. So mine was my cheeks, right? So literally everything would grow to an okay, you know, stubble level apart from my cheeks. So that looks really weird. So then what I would do is I would no, never touch the cheek. I would never trim the cheek at all because, you know, it didn't look like there was much there anyway. But I would trim down the sideburns, the mustache, the chin so that it was all in line with the lagging area. Does that make sense? So you probably have a lagging area which doesn't gain that much hair and you probably have other areas which grow much faster. What you need to do is whatever 
the lagging area is make sure you never touch that never trim that but the ones that grow faster trim that down to the length of the lagging area and then a week from now those areas where you grow faster so for me my chin my mustache my sideburns they've probably grown too much again so it looks a little bit weird so then you trim those again so you just keep trimming down the the areas that are growing way faster than the lagging area so that it kind of stays somewhat equal what else did I need to grow a beard? There is a piece of advice that I've given and it's gotten me a fair amount of hate from like all the scientist nerds because it, this isn't science. So if you only want to follow like some scientific protocol by these nerds and you want to take all like the drugs that they take, you can go and do that. But I generally, I push more into like the psychological aspect of things. And so there was a psychological mindset that I had and it was a piece of advice that I've given. A few people have actually messaged me saying like, it's actually worked for them. Maybe it'll work for you. I see the beard on a man as the symbol of masculinity. And masculinity, if there's a few things that just define masculinity, it would be responsibility and discipline. So whilst we can sit here and talk about like these biological substances that you can take and, you know, like talking about genetics and everything, I think it's more valuable for us to probably assume that you have the genetics to grow a beard. If your father can grow one, if men in your family can grow one, you probably have the genetics for one. The argument against this that the nerds put on to me is like, oh, but what if you've got a gene mutation? I don't think genetic mutations are as common as people think they are. So chances are, if your father can grow one, if your brother can grow one, if your uncle can grow a beard, or at least very good stubble that's better than yours, then chances are you can probably grow one to the same level. What we need to do is activate your beard. Your beard becomes activated. Like you get to like have a beard when you deserve to have one. So is it a coincidence that my beard really started to grow when I started to take responsibility and become more of a man and be more disciplined. It, it probably is a co coincidence, right? But why do we see that coincidence with every man? Every young man, when he starts to actually become a man, when he starts to actually put in the right work, when he starts to actually eat clean, when he starts to like take responsibility, be masculine, be disciplined, level up his leadership, do things that men would actually do, that's when his beard becomes more fuller than ever. You play video games, you watch porn, you eat shitty junk food, you drink Coke Zero, and you want a beard. Let's flip that around. When you think of those guys with like the thick beard, especially from like the olden days, the 1900s, the 1800s, the men, what were they doing in their lives? Because a lot, if you see like videos, you know, like those black and white videos from like the 1900s, somehow they've got like some kind of cameras there. And you see like the facial hair that they had, they're like 19 years old and those men looked 30. Testosterone levels were double, maybe triple what they were then compared to now. But why? What were those men doing compared to right, what our generation are doing now? The men in previous generations who were our age, so let's say 20, 25 year old men a hundred years ago, they had an incredible level of responsibility because pretty much every man at age 22 was married with children working a factory job. And also he knew that he would be going to war. Now, for good reasons and, you know, we don't have those things, that is a good thing, but... We need to induce part of masculinity onto us so that we can benefit from 
the result of masculinity. And one of those results is higher testosterone. One of those results is a thicker, fuller, masculine beard. So if you saw like a snapshot of your life right now, and don't lie to yourself, if you saw a snapshot of like the things that you do in your life, would we think that you are a masculine man taking responsibility of others? Would we think that you are a leader? If you just keep like almost see your life, your day-to-day -day life as a movie and we're all watching this movie, would we think that you're a leader? Would we think that you're taking more responsibility? Would we think that you're, you're thrusting into discomfort? Or would we see, nope, he's actually living a pretty comfortable life. He thinks he's disciplined because he goes to the gym, but he enjoys the gym now, so it's not even discipline anymore. So he does nothing which actually involves discipline. He spends eight hours a day just sat there with poor posture. It's interesting, you're not actually living as much of that sort of disciplined, responsibility-filled life as you think you are. And I don't say this to hurt you, I say this, hopefully you can like not be offended at this. I say this to kind of highlight because I get this as well, I, I truly get this, where I feel like, yeah, I'm such a disciplined guy, like, oh yeah, I go to the gym. But like after a while, you enjoy the gym, so you're not even using discipline for it. And then when you, you do this practice where you step outside of yourself and you look at yourself in like third person, you're like, wait, hang on. I do just spend ages on my fucking computer. I eat at my desk. It's kind of sad, bro. <laughs> so you need to start finding areas that you can take responsibility and become more of a man. Where can you be a leader? Where can you demonstrate more discipline? Where can you do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it? It needs to be specifically things that are hard and specifically at times when you don't want to do that thing, but you sit down and you do it anyway. The discipline for me in my daily life isn't the gym anymore. I, I can't wait to go to the gym. It's 9 a.m. I go to the gym at 11. I can't wait. I want to go right now. But the discipline for me is sitting down to record these videos. Honestly, like the discipline is like more of my work. Like I go through phases where like sometimes fitness requires more discipline. And I can't be bothered going to the gym because I just want to focus on work. Right now it's like work that like I, I don't feel like doing. And yet here I am, I sat down anyway, I set up like this whole, this place, I've got the lights and everything, the, the camera, I set it all up, got into the bath, I was already wearing the bathrobe, but I didn't feel like sitting down to record this video today, so my discipline level has just went up, and when your discipline goes up, the rest of your masculine energy goes up, and when your masculine energy goes up, you get the rewards of masculinity, your testosterone increases, your beard gets thicker, your voice gets <clears throat> your voice gets deeper. <laughs> I want to give you some like different advice because when I was young and I was 17, 16, you know, I was trying to grow like some facial hair, especially when I was getting into university. I don't want it to like look more masculine, grow a beard. And every time I'd watch these guides, like they were always just total bullshit of like, oh yeah, you can take uh, daffodil or some shit, or daffodil, <laughs> you can take that. And oh, it's just your genes. So if you don't have it right now, it's just your genetics, huh? And I know this sounds like weird bro science, but I am a true believer that you can activate or deactivate your genetics. There is like real scientific like research for this, but I'll explain it to you in the way that I understand. And obviously some nerds will come in and disagree with me. Oh, it's not scientific. But your genes don't 100% determine what's going to happen in your life. They just kind of give you a foundation to build upon. And your genes can be sort of turned on or off depending on your environmental and your like normal lifestyle circumstances. So 
For example, I've just gotten a DNA test result and also a blood result back. So I have all of the information about my genes. And even there, they give a huge disclaimer, constantly just saying like, your genes maybe make up 15 to 20% of like what's gonna happen to you, but your environments determines whether that kind of particular gene is triggered on or off. And so you may have the gene to, for example, grow the beard, to grow even taller in height, but that might not totally be activated or optimized because of your shitty environmental factors and your lifestyle. Because let's say a young man is, because let's say a young man is supposed to grow to six foot two in height. He's supposed to be pretty tall, six foot two. That's his genes. Is he 100% gonna grow to six foot two just because his gene was somewhat supposed to take him there? Well, no, because his lifestyle needs to be set up in that. If let's say he's born, he has the potential to get to six foot two, but then we keep him malnourished for life. He doesn't get enough calories. Well, then he's not gonna become six foot two, is he? And the same for you, like you may have the gene, you probably do if you see it in your parents, you see it in your family, in your parents, if you see it in your father, maybe your mother. <laughs> if you see it in your family, that beards are somewhat common in the men in your family, then you probably have the gene for it, but it just hasn't been turned on just yet. Ask the men in your family what age they really started to see their facial hair. And if it's the same age as you or earlier than you, then chances are you need to like activate it. This is total, total bro science, but I'm sure that it will help like some young man out there who just wants to look like a little bit more masculine, which I'm all for. Click this video to learn more right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah.